Yay! Yay! And as people can see, Sean is not here. I'm not Sean. Yay! <laughs> I'm not Sean. Yay! <laughs> I think the timing for that wasn't quite what you expected. I'm but... tired. That's my excuse, but I think it's also funny. So I'm a little bit tired as well today. I have Every to say. Everyone's kind of out of it. Yo, yeah, I spent a lot of time last night. Uh, uh, this is a top-down perspective. Uh, I'm Paul. With me is John, as always. And Yo. Hank? Yes. It's weird not calling you Homer because of your screen name, but whatever. That's your real name. We'll go by it. My name is actually Hank. That's the name I go by. There really? you go. Um, video game podcast, all that stuff. I'm super tired because I spent a lot of time last night playing Dead by Daylight. Like, yeah, a happens. lot. Nice. Like, five or six hours. <laughs> Which is like a, a stupid game. amount of time for no progression, because we were in, um, like, a private match sort of thing. Like, match with your friends, and you don't get any progression or rank skill uh, or skills or anything. So, a bummer. we just had fun for, like, six hours. It was dope. <laughs> it was fun. I was kind of <laughs> sick of that game by the end of it, but... Yeah. It was fun. No, we played too much, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Have you played that yet at all, John? Have you seen it? I I've seen a little bit of it. Yeah. I think I saw you streaming it once. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dead by Daylight is a thing. It is a weird, weird thing. Oh, I think you saw when we were playing with K-Head. Actually, K-Head's around a lot when we play that game. That, like, game summons him out of whatever <laughs> corner he's in at the time. He's like, he I'll play. He just appears. He's a ghost. Yeah. He just comes out of nowhere. He's like, yeah, I'll play. He's like, okay. <laughs> Sure. I mean, he's a pretty terrifying killer. He's he's pretty good at it. The thing he gets into it. <clears throat> the thing I found about that game for sure is that when you're playing with people you know in a Skype call or like a call of sorts, you get you do as the killer get this weird power trip, knowing that they can hear you and that oh, you're coming God. after them. Yeah, it gets pretty weird pretty quickly. Yeah, it's kind of the best part about that game. There's not a whole hell of a lot to talk about about that game. It's still a buggy, broken piece of garbage, but it's so fun with friends. Yeah, like you still can't uh, even switch out who's the killer without quitting out of the lobby and reforming it. Yeah, just a bummer when you just want to keep rolling. Yeah, but that's workaroundable. Yeah, that game's just it was fun with people. I can't play that game by myself. Yeah, I did try playing a little bit by myself, and I got super creeped out the first time and super irritated the next, like, two times I tried alone. Mm. I I don't know. It's weird. That's a weird game. And if you're, play if you're just queuing as, like, a, a survivor by yourself, you're just gonna... If you get killed first, you're just gonna want to quit, like, immediately. Oh, yeah. Like, you're not even gonna want to stick around to see how things play out. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, I see the path of segues here, so I see that, Hank, you've been playing that with me, obviously, so we're just yes. going to go, what else have you been playing? So I've been playing a lot of Overwatch. Yeah. <laughs> Overwatch kind of... Is there? <laughs> yeah. Kind of... uh, that's another game I actually kind of don't like playing by myself all that much. Like, it just, I get a little bored. Honestly, but there's, like, always people playing it, so I can always find people. To, I play with people so often. Yeah. It's not a problem. Yeah. I like playing that game alone, actually. I like it better than playing with people, because I think people have an unreal expectation of my skill when I play <laughs> with them. Because they're like, oh, you've played a lot of this game. And then it's like, yeah, that's why I don't want to play with you, because I'm not as good as you think I should be by now. <clears throat> But whatever. Someday you know, I will I will play that game. I, I don't <laughs> believe it. No, I, I really legitimately want to play it. But Did you buy it? No, not yet. Because I have to hold off until something's done. And that sucks. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. It's a fun game. It is. I don't love the, the progression as it stands right now. But I'm not a fan of loot boxes. Like... Random boxes don't hold any draw to me anymore. I'm a husk of a person who bought too many magic cards, 
So yeah. any high that can come from opening a box like that and getting a random thing, it just doesn't do it for me anymore. I get yeah, no joy out of it. So fair enough. I, I like a bunch of the cool. skins. Yeah, I have the one I wanted the most, which is the Diva Scavenger skin. I like. I play a fucking lot of Diva. Diva's my. You play arguably too much Diva. Yeah. I will say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like eighteen hours or something is too much for one character. <laughs> <laughs> but she can just—I can always get in there, like in any situation. If things go bad, I can get in quickly and get myself into trouble, and then maybe get myself out of trouble. Maybe. I think that's the right way to play that game. Yeah, yeah. So I, I like to be aggressive and just have fun. I am excited for when you do finally play it, John. I'd like to hear what you think about it because you like Team Fortress too, right? Yeah. Yeah, I hated it, and I love Overwatch. So, okay, and so people that sign. like Team Fortress like it. So, I think for the most part, either that or they're in the camp of, well, I already have Team Fortress, man. <laughs> they don't bother trying it, but whatever. <laughs> they're right; they have had Team Fortress for a while. So, there or you go. they play it and still just complain that it's not Team Fortress, even though they just keep playing Overwatch. That happens too. Or if you're Spart, you complain that it's too much like Team Fortress, even though he loves both games, and I don't understand <laughs> what his point is. Just whines about the the mode being called Payload. What a douche. <laughs> anyway, um, talk about Rhythm Heaven, because I forgot that this existed, even though I wanted it. So this is the new the new Rhythm Heaven Mega Mix, which is just came to 3DS, and it's digital only. Yeah, it's which you know, annoys me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a lot of the games. It reuses a bunch of mini games from the Wii and DS versions, the previous versions. Although I think they changed the music in all the the mini games. I think it's new songs. It's just the same games being reused. My thing with Rhythm Heaven is like it's a little slow for me in the build up, particularly compared to something like WarioWare, where it's like popping off all the time. But right. once you get to the once you've like learned the games and you're getting to the point where you hit the remix levels where yeah. the game is like on the fly switching between all the different games, like a yeah. bunch of or a, a set of games, then it's it's, it's really good. Oh, <laughs> and that I'm game totally has so much you. that game has so much create like I love its creative spark. It's like similar to WarioWare. It's just some of the games are just really funny. Any standout songs or moments so far? There's one song that had fucking lyrics. I was like, what the, <laughs> what the hell? It was like, I was, yeah, I don't even remember which. It was like a game where you're like on a, like a hoverboard and you're like ducking and jumping over stuff. And they're just, this song, this one song happened to have lyrics. It was kind of jarring. Um, yeah, it's just cool. I really like there's a baseball one that was from the Wii, Wii version where this girl is like throwing baseballs at you. And then, uh, but she's like throwing them behind a, like a, like a, there's like a, an awning or a, like a curtain. Okay. She's just throwing it and then they, they come out the other side and you have to hit, hit them on the timing. And as it goes on, she gets like angry and angry till she like throws her hat down. Mm-hmm. And then at the end, it like reveals behind the curtain, there was a monkey who was grabbing the ball every time she threw it and then throwing it to you. Huh. <laughs> All right. So what you're saying is it's rhythm heaven. It's rhythm heaven. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I should. I really need to get that. It's fun. It's, my phone is exploding. I'm sorry. Oh, man, what did you do? Wow. It's just getting text messages. You get text messages? Apparently. <laughs> Loser. Anyway, um, I only played one game this week, so I'm just gonna go ahead and say Mighty Number no. Nine is the game I played. I also played it. Yeah, so this is the connecting bridge here. <laughs> Obviously. Man. I It took a while to get some opinions about that game that are solid, but I have them now. After beating the game, I am... I know what I like and know what I dislike, but John, I'd like to hear you talk a little bit first. Alright. So, um, I've only played it in two sessions. And in those two sessions, I've done two of the eight Mighty Numbers yep. and the intro stage and a bunch of the challenges. Um, my original opinion in the first session was, why are everyone complaining? Like, this is an all right game. 
it it's fun. I was having a good time. Like okay. once I learned how to like fight enemies correctly and like dash through and just got like the flow for the game, it felt really good. Replaying the the intro stage, yeah, knowing how many hits it took to kill an enemy and stuff like that was actually legitimate fun. I legitimate enjoyed it. Okay. But... Then on, on the second playthrough, <laughs> yeah, or on the second setup, like we did it on stream. And uh, we did the intro, we did the, the fire boss, which I had already fought, which was alright. And then we did the freezing boss, the cryosphere boss. F- fucking cryo, yeah. That was an experience. <laughs> pew, pew, pew. Pew, pew, pew. Oh my fucking god. Never ending pew, cryo. pew, pew. Cryo and then hilarious. always the fucking point where like finally get... Uh, where you can dash through them to do the damage, and then they would instantly freeze you before the dash happened, and then they would just heal. Yeah, that was... Yeah, because when you get her to that point, she's, like, raising herself in the air and shooting, like, the little things at you, so you dash into the thing she shoots if you're, like, off your timing. Mm. It's super irritating. (laughs) Yeah. I don't, like, um that mechanic of struggling to get things off of you in a Mega Man game at all. Yeah. I mean, it was an X1. Yeah, but I've never liked it. (laughs) That's true. And it was only in, like, one boss, and it only took, like, five presses to get out. It takes a lot to get out of those situations, I've noticed. Oh, for sure. For sure. Okay. Mighty Number 9. Made by the the dudes, or dude, specifically, for that did Mega Man. It that game leaves a terrible first impression, in my opinion, because I think you have a preconceived notion of what it is when you go in, and it isn't that. It is like even though it looks similar and plays somewhat similarly, it is not Mega Man X again. It mm. does not play like that because it's weird getting used to shooting something until it glows and then running as fast as you can into it. That is not it, a normal It's weird to Mega play a run gun where you don't actually kill anything, technically. Yeah, no, totally. Like, it's a weird mechanic to get used to at first. And it's actually... I found it super frustrating until I really, like, got the feel for it. Yeah. It took a while to get the feel for it. When I got the feel for it, I feel like some of the the levels become less of a platformer and almost more like a puzzle game and yeah, how to get through I think it. Yeah, I think that was why I liked replaying the stage, because it was just like trying to solve a puzzle and keep the full combo going. The thing is, you go into that game thinking this is going to be a Mega Man game, and that you're like running and gunning and trying to get through it and stuff, and it's a rough time until you replay it and maybe slow down a little bit and think a little more clearly on your path through the level. It, I don't like the... like blind like you it really takes going through it again to really get a good feel for it and i don't particularly like it i don't think any of the level designs were ever really enjoyable to me i think some of them did some things that were cool but i never felt like overall i wanted to replay a level which was kind of annoying because the bosses the first time you see them sometimes felt almost a little bit unfair in how hard they were unless you had their weakness in mm. which case, they were too easy. Like, it, that is very weird. Mega Man. I felt like Cryo was almost harder with her weakness, which was really odd. Well, it's because her weakness was the one where you had to stand right beside her <laughs> to use yeah. it. <laughs> but yeah, I, I mean, I'm with you. There's specifically one... Uh, you fight this dude with, like, some swords or whatever. I'm not going to get into, like... Sp- Spoiler territory. I don't know how you spoil this game, but whatever. Is, is it the the Proto Man slash Zero of this series? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy. Yeah. So you get his weapon, which is like a bunch of blades or whatever, right? And um, what his power is good against is uh, Dinah, the electric uh, person, and she has an attack that it kind of works the same as uh, one of cryos where like she'll throw these nodes on you to electrocute you and you have to shake them off before she like throws electricity in them like a taser Mm. and it was super obnoxious to try to get them off because she could hit you with like three or four of them at a time and it got pretty terrible however when you got that dude's uh i can't even brand i guess for brandish is his name 
Um, mm-hmm. When you get Bran's abilities, like, his charge-up is basically he just throws, like, you do this, like, spinning blades attack, and it just automatically takes all of those off of you. So, like, that fight actually becomes the easiest fight in the game. She throws mm-hmm. the shit at you, you just, like, hold the button down for a second and just, like, do your little sword dance, and then you just attack the shit out of her and she dies. It's ridiculous <laughs> how easy it becomes. To the point where the game feels actually linear now because like there is this path you actually need to take to get through it efficiently otherwise you're gonna have too much i mean that's how Mega Man games work yeah but Mega Man games i still think that they were built more around the idea that you could play through them with just a buster i don't Mm -hmm. know how some parts you would even do in this game I mean, they clearly want you to do this game with Buster only as well, because I look through like yeah. the achievements list, and it's like, do each stage with Buster. Do all the entire game with just Buster. That just sounds like a bad time, though. I, Holy shit. <laughs> Some of those bosses just don't feel that fair with a Buster only, but I guess that's the challenge of it for people that are crazy. Yeah, I don't know. Overall... I think the thing that's hardest for me to get over is the time and money investment and, like, the people behind it. I think it should have felt better than Mm. it did, even though I had a fun time. What's this about four-hour credits? (laughs) Yeah, so... You know how, like, credit the credits go by, it's like, yeah, producer and graphic artist, blah, blah, blah. They put every backer name in there, I think it was every backer name that donated $5 or more. Yeah, but that includes even people that were anonymous. They have a line for that just says a backer or whatever. I can't remember. And um, A generous donor or something. And after about 20 minutes, we were at like almost 3,000, like number 3,000. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, Jesus is taking long. And then somebody was saying something like, wait until we get to 5,000 because I want to see this game. I'm like, there's 5,000? They're like, dude, you can go up in number by 10,000. I'm like, fuck this. So we skipped. (laughs) Yeah, I I think uh, my money number was like 98,000 or something like that. Jesus Christ. I'm actually going to look that up. Hang on a sec. (laughs) But yeah, I I heard like it was close to four hours long, which is uh, for some people, longer than it takes to actually beat the game. Which is crazy. Yeah. I mean, it's let me. Good. It's pretty good. Let me look this game up on Steam here. Uh, yeah, I guess another thing I should just bring up the game. This is such a niche problem. The game would not like stream properly for me at a consistent frame rate in full screen or borderless full screen. It only worked properly in window, so that was weird. So if you're having that problem and you have it on Steam, I feel you, Doug. I went through it as well. Um. <clears throat> Game played for eight hours. I probably actually played it for about seven. Yeah, it's about... That's weird. Four hours of credits is a weird thing to think about. (laughs) It's skippable. It is skippable. And thank God, because Jesus Christ. There a lot of people back then... I guess they had to, though. Like, a lot of people... They said they were going to do it. Yep. They kind of had to. Mm Mm-hmm. The way they did it, I think, could have been a little bit better, because I think it was too slow when it was scrolling, but whatever. They made all the names legible. They could have made them all illegible, like super tiny or something, I guess. I don't know. I'm surprised they didn't just like put them in multiple rows or something. I mean, they must have realized how long yeah, they're doing. Taking. They do like two, two. In a row. They did two columns, yeah, and two yeah. in a row. It's well, really names, so the usernames are long. I guess so. But then most of them are a generous backer. Yeah, I'm just glad a generous backer got their due. <laughs> as Dark Liger says. My mighty number was 69,997. <laughs> so I was just off of being 70,000. Yeah, nice. but you're 69,000. Even better. That's the important thing. The magic number. Exactly. I did it. Yay for me. Um, yeah, so Mighty Number no. 9, though, like, I don't know, man. I had more fun with it than I thought I would for sure. 
than maybe it even deserves. But, like, I still don't know if I recommend it, personally. It's a weird thing, because the thing I want to recommend is 20XX, and I'm going to do it again, even though I do it every single time a Mega Man <laughs> game is brought up. And, like, every single time, even though I sound like a goddamn broken record, a new person says, this looks dope, I'm buying it now. <laughs> so, <laughs> whatever. 20XX, if you like Mega Man X games, is actually the game you probably want. Mighty Number no. 9 is a different thing, but it I don't think you're... It's very average. I don't think you're not going to have fun. I think you'll have fun if you get it, but, like... Maybe look at 20XX first. Maybe. We did play 20XX this week, me and Paul. Yeah, there's nothing new for me to say about that. Oh, there's a new patch. Yeah, Yeah, they they changed that game. They changed a lot of the bosses. A lot of the bosses are harder than they were before. There is something to say about that game. You're right. It's different. (laughs) Yeah, um, I feel like the levels in that game uh, are a little more randomized than they were before or there's actually at least new layouts um the boss fights and encounters are completely changed for some of them to the point where they're unrecognizable and yeah it's weird there's different boss rooms now so like instead of just the same kind of like enclosed space for example the bat boss i can't remember his name has just, like, this giant arena that he flies around now and spawns, like, a shitload of little dudes all the time while attacking you. I don't know. It's pretty cool. But they added some new items as well, so I've been playing through that again. That game is a lot harder now, believe it or not. (laughs) But, yeah. I don't know. There's not much more to say about that game. It's still real good, and it's going to be harder to beat now, but... I think I can do it at some point. Maybe. Whatever. John, what have you been playing? That's all for me this week. Okay. Uh, I played through Kirby Superstar Ultra because I was on a Kirby kick after finishing Kirby Planet Robobot. When did you play that? <laughs> oh, uh, I wasn't here last week. So yeah, probably last, last week. week. It was last week. Yeah, okay. So la- last week I had pretty much finished Kirby Planet Robobot. I just needed to beat the True Arena. So I finished that, like I think, right after the podcast or the next day. Okay. Uh, so then I decided to load up Kirby Superstar Ultra because I was like, you know what, Kirby games are short enough. I could probably jam through this. And to be fair, I I did beat all of Ultra in like a day because I really love Kirby Superstar. So I had most of the like confusing maze ones memorized. Right. And the new mini games weren't that long. Uh, I don't know it's fun. Uh, I don't know if it's the best way to experience Kirby Superstar, but man, it's I got a lot of games in it. It's, I think it's like fifteen games in it, and then there's all the mini games, which is another five. So there's like 20 hmm. Kirby games in that one Kirby game. Jesus so Christ. If you find Kirby Superstar Ultra, maybe give it a try. Wow. Yeah, all right. That's pretty good. Uh, I'm trying to think what else you know. Um, maybe that 20 might have been off by a couple, but either way, yeah, it was still a stupid amount. Uh, and then I played Money Number no. 9, and then I streamed it, and I was like, all right, maybe I'll play a bit more after the stream. But mm. instead... A game came up on stream that I kind of just felt like playing after, so I ended up playing that instead, and that was Tomba for the PlayStation 1. Amazing. All right. <laughs> had uh, had you ever played it before? No. My first time playing it was on stream. Okay. That game is weird. Yeah, that is a weird game, for sure. It's a, a 2.5D platformer game that is also kind of an adventure game. Because you're running around trying to find quests and getting items and trading items to other people to unlock more quests and more items and unlock more areas. And it gets really confusing at times. Uh, and there's a bunch of quests that with solutions I would never have thought of. And I had to look up at least one of them. Does it hold up? Um, I'm having fun. Okay. I don't remember how many quests I have left. I think I have about 102 unlocked, and there's supposed to be 130. Okay. So, But I've only done three of the seven big bad bosses you're supposed to be fighting. Huh. Okay. Yeah, I don't remember it's, much of this game. It's very non-linear, but also very linear, if that makes sense. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> It's like you have to wander around and like find quests that'll help you move along, but you can also just kind of move along and skip quests if you want. 
Because like the game at one point in the game's like, all right, you need this specific item to find the gate, and this the gate will lead you to the boss. So I fa- I got the item, and I was like, where's the gate? I haven't I've gone everywhere like three times. I haven't seen the gate. I actually had to look it up. It was like, oh yeah, you don't see the gate for a long time. I'm like, oh fuck off. <laughs> huh. But uh, yeah, a bit. There's two frustrating things about it. One is the weird like getting lost and not knowing what to do. The other is. Um, the life system is very weird. You'll okay. you'll find you'll find pickups for one ups at certain spots. Uh, you'll earn one ups for either doing certain missions or doing or getting like their score, their act- adventure point goals. But there's also like streaks of where you don't get any at all, and whatever you save is how many lives you have, even if you save with zero lives. So I got okay. stuck for a while with zero lives mm-hmm. and only four hit points. Oh, and, sh- Yeah, and it was just an Jeez. annoying mess. Yeah. And then when I finally managed to get lives, I also found, like, four health extensions that I had missed. So I was just like, are you fucking serious? Wow. Now, now that, right. like, your health apparently can extend all the way to 16, I think. Okay. Wow. But four hit points was not enough, especially considering one of the bosses could <laughs> no. kill you in one hit no matter what. Crazy. He did four points of damage with one hit. Yeah, great. <laughs> you just gotta it, get good, I guess. Yeah, it it asks more out of you than you expect at times, and then it then it's like, yeah. all right, this is this is a piece of cake. What are you doing? It's like and an abusive relationship, kind of. <laughs> yeah, it's like, why are you making me hit you? Oh, I'm nope. sorry. Come here. Here's health. <laughs> the worst part is there's one point where like a mission where you get to and it's like all right to do this mission there's like these little accordion but like pieces of ground you can find along the way uh-huh and the game's like yeah to do this mission you need to step on every single one of them <laughs> okay <laughs> i'm like are you serious so tedious so, yeah there's yeah. A, a little a little bit of tedium in there i was lucky apparently i had just been doing it habitually because i thought there was supposed <laughs> nice. to be like oh maybe they're springboards i'll try every single one right and it, I had only missed two, thank God. But, uh, yeah, I was not very impressed when stuff like that came up. Weird. <laughs> what a weird game. It's a very weird game. Uh, I'm still enjoying it in a twisted way. I I think I'm like 75% through the game, 70%. Apparently it's not long. I think How Long the Beat says about nine hours. Uh, so I'll be done that, and I don't know when I'm going to try the sequel, but it got a sequel. Hopefully it's more sensible. I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, the evil swine... Return. Return, yeah. Jesus Christ. I I recommend people try it out just to see how weird it is, because it's not like any platformer game you've played, really. It's just yeah, yeah. It's you. It's one of those you kind of need to experience for yourself kind of things. Yeah, I should try that game again at some point. It's been years. That is an old ass game. Mm-hmm. I remember. I remember not liking that game when I played it back in the day. So well, you know, probably it probably got lost, and I can't <laughs> fucking blame you. Yeah, probably. Whatever, CoolRama.com apparently gives it 4.8 out of 5. Oh, yeah, I rate all my games off of CoolRama.com. <laughs> That's my go-to source for reviews. Fuck Most Metacritic. source yeah. on the internet. Yeah, exactly, exactly. That's weird that they would put CoolRama.com as a, a rating here when you look up Tomba. That's hilarious, actually. It's probably because people were downloading Tomba because it's an expensive-ass yeah. game now. Yeah, that's true. That makes sense. Although I believe some, they're both on the PSN now. I believe. I think they have been for a bit. No, I think so. Because when I during the time when I played mostly my PS3, I think it came out, and I was just like, "Fuck that game!" Because I remembered some bad, they're just boring times. Just like I don't know what to do. So, well, I'm glad you're enjoying it. Yeah, I'm gonna say if anyone else tries that game, don't feel bad about needing a guide from time to time because holy crap. Yeah, it's one of those old games, old, like, we're going to keep you confused or in the dark because that equals playtime. <laughs> yeah, it's a game that, uh, like, hides adventure game mechanics in it, basically. Yeah. 
Yeah, that was all I played. Cool. All right, let's move on to news. All that news. All that... And that's all it for news. That, yeah, Post so... three news. Yeah, that that's about it. E3 did all the news for us, so we got nothing to talk about. Currently, Steam sale is going on, so get your wallets out if you're into that. Otherwise, I don't know, don't. I don't, I don't care. It's your money. Do whatever you want with it, man. I'm just letting you I'm know there's some deals there. Ooh, there's Super no. Hot's on deal here. There's oh, no waiting for better deals or anything. It's just the sales are what they are. Yeah. I mean, they started that last sale as well because yep. people... People whine. People, yeah, people well, whine, so they changed. And people were insane and like were staying up all night waiting for the good deals. Yeah. Which I never understood because those flash deals, there was always a section that's like, here was yesterday's flash deal. Here's your next chance to buy it. Yep. Like, they're not going to give... <laughs> Give up well, on I money. Mean, people waited for flash deals because like they were always better than the normal deals. So no, but what I mean is that like even though if you miss a flash deal, there mm-hmm. would be a section underneath the store that would just be like this was yesterday's flash deal. Buy yeah, it but now. they they didn't like put that into like the last two sales or something like that. Like for a yeah. while, you missed the deal. You missed the deal. Yeah, or you had to like vote for the deal to come back or something like that. The voting thing was actually the worst. Because people cannot yeah. be trusted when left to their own devices. Because <laughs> they think they all want Witcher 2 for cheap, because that new Witcher 3 is coming out. And they fuck over everybody that wanted the other game. I can't remember what the other game was, but I remember I wanted it It cheaper. scarred you enough that you at least remembered it happened, by the looks I, of I was pissed. <laughs> but maybe I wouldn't have been pissed if I didn't already own Witcher 2. <laughs> so, whatever. <laughs> So yeah, news, you can spend money. Hooray! Let's move on to questions. Hank, where can people write in? Uh, at (laughs) TDP Podcast? Yeah? No, you got it. On Twitter. On Twitter. Yeah. Topdown Perspective at Gmail? Yep. And Topdown Perspective on Facebook. And... And put John's P.O. box. Yeah, thank you. Thank I'm you. glad that's the one he remembered. I'm glad that's the one he remembered. <laughs> the rest of them I mean, were kind of shaky, but that one. I mean, I wrote into that one, so. That's true, you did. Which one was your. What was wrote, your question? Like, what was your favorite troll? I, like, hand wrote a letter. <laughs> yeah, this sounds about right. I'm remembering this now. That would have been a while ago, I think. Yeah. 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 That's. That's years ago. Your favorite troll? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, all right. <laughs> sure. Uh, first question comes... F- oh, I guess I should preface, and I just learned this earlier before we started. These are mostly from last week. <laughs> so there's going to be a lot of E3 oh. things in here, probably. Right. You guys didn't do questions last week. Sean was like, I got to go. <laughs> Sean, Sean had to leave, and he didn't mention that that was going to happen before the podcast started. So I was just like, what? <laughs> That's so good. That's so Sean. <laughs> it's really funny. So, um, these are probably going to be a little dated, maybe, but whatever. I wasn't here last week, so this is going to be interesting. I didn't watch a lot of E3 stuff either, so here we go. James wrote in and asked, so you wanted, or says, I guess, so you wanted to know a little bit more about my friend who hates Life is Strange. Well, it turns out he didn't actually finish the game. He got to episode 3 and then stopped and just looked up the final choice and stuff because he has an addiction to TV tropes, and he will look up almost anything he plays or watches no matter how good or bad it is. I would have put finishing it uh, I wouldn't have put finishing it past him though because he enjoys going through bad things and complains about them. <laughs> All right. <laughs> he d- he d- once told me I should watch more bad things to strengthen my resolve to them after I was very visibly pissed after watching a really shitty straight-to-video Casper Christmas movie on Netflix. But I guess I'm also being kind of shitty as well because I'm complaining about him behind his back. (laughs) He actually is a really good person. And even though we give each other shit about things, I wouldn't trade our friendship for the world. You know what? That's, That's a great ending there the rest of it is hilarious though it's just like you need to strengthen your resolve you need to watch more bad things 
<laughs> after he complained about watching the Casper Christmas or something. Poor man. You gotta keep things in perspective. Somewhere along the way. That's a great story. Man, I don't... I couldn't imagine. actually terrible. Yeah. So that you know that there are plenty of things that are just bad, but it's fun. I couldn't have imagined getting to episode three in Life is Strange and be like, no, I'm just gonna read the rest. Like, you're done, dude. You have two more... You have two yeah, more episodes. <laughs> They're like an hour and a half each. There's movies longer than the time you have left for this series. <laughs> Whatever. They just didn't like it. Teach their own. Yeah, I, I mean, I suppose so. I, I think you lose out on a lot if you just look up the end of that game, though. Especially from episode yeah. three, because some pretty big stuff happens in four. Yeah. But whatever. <laughs> whatever. It doesn't matter. Um, thank you. Thank you for writing in. Hank, you don't have access to this, so I nope. guess I can't get you to read anything here. John, you <laughs> got win. the next one? <laughs> Damn it. Uh, David writes in and says, Any ongoing E3-related sale promotions that you can recommend to those trying to save money? If you are a My Nintendo member, for example, you can get some very cheap digital downloads, including Paper Mario for 2 bucks and Box Boy for 3 I feel like you guys should have addressed this last week, maybe. because uh, You blame Sean on that one, because <laughs> he's like, I gotta go. I mean, E3-related sales uh, are probably done. <laughs> yeah, there were some good ones, though. Um, and there's some good ones going on right now. Apparently, I just missed getting, like, Guitar Hero Live for 40 bucks, which kind of bummed me out. Ooh. But I got Mirror's Edge Catalyst today for 40 so. I picked up uh, VLR for, like, 13 or something. Nice. Okay. On That's vir- Virtue's Last Reward, if you don't know what game that is. Yes. Did they ever patch out that game-breaking bug? I forget. I don't know. I don't know. I still haven't played 999, but I know I'm going I don't even know what you guys are talking about. I know Virtue's Last Reward 3, or VLR 3 or whatever. Virtue's Last Stand is coming out on Steam, like, real soon. Yeah. Uh, Virtue's Last Reward is the second game, and 999 is the first game. Yeah. Isn't it Virtue's Last Stand? I thought it was something else. It might be. I thought it was, like... Or maybe I'm thinking of the subtitle of the series, which is, like, the Zero series. Yeah. It's no, Zero Escape think... Games. Yeah. I can't remember what it's called, but whatever. Whatever. There's the third time one's Time Dilemma? Out. Zero Time, time Dilemma. Yeah. Zero Time Zero Dilemma, time. that sounds right. There's a time when it looked like maybe the third one wasn't going to get made. So, it's kind of... It's yeah. deal that way, but that game got made. But, yo, it's real soon it's coming out. I'm just trying to look up. I think June it's like 29th. Yeah. That game is out next week. So. <laughs> I got a lot of stuff coming out next week. I think the new Star Ocean comes out next week too. New Star Ocean. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Apparently, that Tokyo Mirage Session Fire Emblem Persona crossover game came out today too. Yep. He's holding it up in the camera. <laughs> I mean, I can do the same too. Really, I nice. can. <laughs> Look at this! Look at this bag of game. The stage is yours. Now knock them uh, dead. Thanks, uh, thanks, box. Thanks, back edition. of the box. Oh, the collector's edition. Oh, you went for collectors? Nice. Yeah. What was even in it? Uh, I, I, I mostly I wanted it for the CD, music CD. Makes sense. I've gotten to the point where I'm just like, book. I'm at the point where like collector's editions really don't interest me anymore. Uh, it's mostly Atlas. I like their music, so if they come with the oh, CD, yeah. They're not. It's not that much more money, so whatever. What was that? Mirror's Edge? <laughs> yeah, it was Mirror's Edge. Yeah, Mirror's okay. Edge. I just caught a glimpse of it before you put it down. <laughs> All right. Wayward wrote in and said, if you split the podcast name between the three of you, which of you guys is top, which is down, which is perspective? <laughs> I'm probably perspective. Or down. I'm one of the two. Sean is definitely top. We can agree. Right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. For like Districts a multitude out. of reasons, none of which are sexual <laughs> in connotation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I'm I think you and I would alternate between other down or perspective. It depends on the week for sure. It depends on the mood we're in, yeah. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> I don't know. 
we're fluid that way. Sean is definitely top, though. I mean, specifically because, for all intents and purposes, this is his podcast that we are on. So, whatever. <clears throat> all right. Great B-Man wrote in and said, in regards to specific, a specific game at E3, tell me, is there anything you'd be willing to wait in line for eight hours for? No. At E3, no. The I'd... longest I waited in line was like two and a half hours for Batman. I waited in line for 40 minutes for uh, Lollipop Chainsaw, and I thought that was too much at that time. I like that game, too. Like, I like it quite a bit, but mm. I don't like waiting in line for games. Also, like, an E3 demo is going to be so short. It doesn't seem... Like, if you're waiting that eight hours to, like, get a game you really wanted... And like take it home or something, but just to play a demo early. I mean, it or depends. Was it like the only time they were ever going to show it, something like crazy like yeah. that. I remember. Um, what like the even hell if was Persona Five, I don't know that I'd wait eight hours to play a small demo of it. Yeah, but especially for Persona Five, like you're not going to get anything out of the like half an hour they that's, give you, right? That's really true. <laughs> you're going to get nothing at all. <laughs> uh. Yeah, depending how long the demo is, I don't know. I don't like waiting in line for game demos, honestly. I like walking around and seeing, like, different booths and just hanging out with people and chatting and stuff. I don't really care about demos, but... So, no. Like, yeah. like I could have gone to getting gotten a playable demo of the new Zelda game... In New, in New York, Nintendo World. But, like, to do that, you had to show up on a Saturday, and then they only sh- uh, allowing the first 500 people, and then they scheduled you at a time to do it later that week on a different day. Weird. You have to show up again. It's just kind of insane. Yeah. Weird. One Press L2P writes in and says, "What would you like to see in the new Zelda game?" From what I've seen, they've already added it. So, personally, what was that? Just like jumping, open world <laughs> feel. Yeah, there's a lot in that game that is looking good to me. So, yeah, what gets yeah. me through big games like that is dumb motion, like mechanical stuff. So, a jump button is actually yeah. fucking huge for me. Give me the option to snowboard everywhere. John, do you have snowboard kids? Yes, both of them. Can we play them? (laughs) Sure. All right, that came out of nowhere. Snowboard kids is dope, and I've been wanting to play for a while. But the problem is, is you need to have the game, and you need to have at least two other people to play with at some point. Didn't that get on the virtual console at some point? I don't know. Oh, maybe. Well, either way, I have both cards. I mean, of course you do. <laughs> it's Snowboard oh, Kids. It's, it's Atlas. Man, that game is good. Jeez. Today I learned that Snowboard Kids was apparently on the PlayStation 1. That's news. I didn't only, know that either, actually. Only in Japan, though. And oh, uh, it was a year, yeah, a year after it came out on N64. Hmm. Wait, what? <laughs> a year after? Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Okay. <laughs> that just seems like yeah, bad planning. It was the same year that Snowboard Kids 2 came out. That seems that real dumb. They... <laughs> yeah, so in North America, we got Snowboard Kids mm-hmm. 1 on March 15th, 1998. Uh, we got Snowboard Kids 2 March 2nd, 1999, so a year apart. Mm-hmm. And January 21st, 1999, Japan got Snowboard Kids 1. Beautiful. On PlayStation 1, when they in, originally got Snowboard Kids 1, December 12th, 1997, on the N64. Wow. So, so good job, Atlas. You did it. That's amazing. That's really good. <laughs> also, looks like they weren't on the Virtual Console, so never mind. All right, fair enough. I mean, and for, like, a new Zelda game, it just has to have, like, a hook shot, basically. And I'm usually okay. <laughs> Hookshots are real good. Let me hookshot anything <clears throat> with the snowboarding shield, and I am set for life. <laughs> yeah, that sounds really good. Yo, hookshot your pony, your horse. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Amazing, <laughs> look, right? Look at me jet ski. <clears throat> it's so good. They're never going to do that. 
No. <laughs> a man, never... would that be great? That'd be really good. I kind of want to jump into Just Cause 3 now and see if I can just make that happen with a car. <laughs> you can just fly in that game, though, so it doesn't even matter. That's true. Just Cause 2, you can't, so that's where it matters. Yeah. Uh, Where are we on this list here? Uh, what would you like to see in the new Zelda games, what we just answered? Okay. So, Custom F.E. Fates S on Twitter. Wow. All right. Yep. <clears throat> Real talk. Do you think Project Scorpio will really be able to output games at 4K res? Uh... Natively, no upscale, probably. Or is that what? No, that's what the S is currently going to be doing. It's going to upscale yeah. the 4K. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, it would be really bad business decision if it couldn't. Yeah, considering <laughs> that's the whole yeah. point of the Scorpio. Yeah. So, you know, I'm going to say yes because I want to try to give them the benefit of the doubt that they're not scumlords, but. <laughs> It might be, like, one of those things that is there, but they patch later or something. I could see that. Mm, <laughs> or it gets I hope close. Not. I, I mean, they haven't, they haven't announced any info on it yet, just that yeah. to keep an eye out for it next year. So, I mean, consoles have had a bad rep of, like, saying they're 1080p and then being, like, yeah. 1080i or whatever. Not actually getting there. Yeah. Yeah, Xbox is notorious for upscale, because <laughs> I don't think most games yep. on the uh, Xbox One ran 1080 as, as Super Nerd says, I look forward to those 4K 20 FPS experiences. Yeah, mm -hmm. exactly. It's It'll do it, but it won't do it well, or if it doesn't do it well, then there's no fucking point. Yo, so. whatever. It was the same with 1080p HD when that was a new thing that was becoming a thing. It that ran kind of shitty. That is also true. That yeah. is also true. It looked beautiful, but man, <laughs> some of those cutscenes stuttered real bad. So... It's it'll get better. Everything gets better over time. Michael writes in and says, "Zelda: Breath of the Wild was the most talked about game at E3 and was crowned best of E3. What game do you think was the best?" Uh, that or Horizon Zero Dawn. I'm really into Horizon Zero Dawn since when like they first announced it. I mm -hmm. want to see. I need to try that game at some point when it comes out. Yeah. That and Dead Rising 4 are like the only games where I'm like, man, I wish I had gone to E3. Oh, Dead Rising, I don't care about. <laughs> so. I love Dead Rising, no matter what. So, I just want to play fair. Tekken 7. Mm. I, really, I really want to play Tekken 7. What the... Like... I want to know what the actual Resident Evil 7 is going to be. I mean, you wouldn't have found any of that out there. I, I'm pretty sure it was That's, the same demo yeah. we got here. Yeah, but they're saying what game do you think was best, right? <laughs> mm. That's true. Did you play the demo at all, or do you even have access to it? No. All right, maybe we should come over sometime. Yeah, we'll try it out. Even though I'll, I'll be terrified. It doesn't. It doesn't seem scary. It doesn't seem scary. No. All right. Uh, yeah, I mean, you don't scary. have a soul though, <laughs> so that <laughs> helps you. That. <laughs> that helps you out a lot. I was just scarred as a child. It just made things easier as an adult. Um, I'm trying to think of what else I saw that I was... Okay, even though I shouldn't be, I need to... I need to see that new David Cage game. I need... I need to I know, I, I kind of want to watch it, because it's like... They're fun train wrecks. Every time... He's put something out. I've gotten way too hyped, super excited, and then been so let down at the end. Like, amazingly let down. Like, thrown like a ton of bricks off a building let down. But I need to play that fucking game. <laughs> so. My favorite thing I mean. is, like, his interviews that I've seen where he, like, he talks about they wanted to make sci-fi where you know different like Blade Runner but different like where you were a robot chasing other robots you know completely different than Blade Runner yeah completely I'm just fucking weird weird I don't think I could handle watching an interview of David Cage 
Oh, yo, whatever. New Call of Duty. I'm actually looking forward to seeing what they're doing. I like, like, after playing the last two games, the Advanced mm-hmm. Warfare or whatever, and, like, Blops 3, I was just like, they're just going to make Halo for the next game, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's what they're doing. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm I want to play um, Titanfall 2. I want to play that. Yeah, I want to try that. I think at some like, point. I don't know that I want to play it more than when they do a free open beta, but I want to play it. <laughs> when they do a free open beta. I mean, that's how I played Titanfall 1. I yeah. played free open beta, and when that was over, I was like, yeah, I'm, I've played enough of this game. I, I think a bunch of it. that was the problem with Titanfall 1, is a lot of people did that, and there wasn't a community to keep it going. <laughs> yeah. It just had no progression. Like, the progression was bad. But I mean, yeah. Unlocks. Breath of the Wild is like... Like, I think we can all agree we want to try that fucking game. <laughs> yeah. So, I'm in favor of games just adding grappling hooks. Grappling hooks are cool. <laughs> right. So I'm in agreement. Let's just give every game a grappling hook. Let it, yeah. Let's be the new bow. Oh my god, please. That would be so good. <laughs> if every game just had a grappling hook of some sort. And Sombrero Mustache wrote in I think this is actually from today. If you were Inafune, how would you have handled the Mighty Number no. 9 controversy going on at, at the moment? Well, it's better than nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that wasn't what he said. That was the translator who said that. But Yeah. 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 It's not yeah. Good. Better than nothing. <laughs> mm. <clears throat> I don't know. The way you handle controversy is by not engaging in it, really. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, I probably wouldn't have done that live stream they did. I was surprised. It was basically a, post-mo- a post-mortem, like, on the game before it yeah. came out, which is so weird. Yeah. yeah, I think that was a big mistake, actually. That garnered more hate than it was going to garner anything else. So I don't know why they did that. That seems silly. Yeah, they didn't do a good job of, like, making the case for their game. No, they didn't. If there's, like, a, a case you could make for that game, and they didn't even bother doing that. Yeah. I don't know. He's he's so weird because he uses his fingers in so many goddamn games. Yeah. Yeah, he's in, he's doing a little too much right now. Yep. Yep. What is that? Uh, Recore. Yeah, that's yeah. the one that's coming out. Him and the Metroid Prime guys. What else is there supposed to be? I, don't I know Intercreates also is on Bloodstained. Yeah. That one looks more promising because the, the demo's out and people have been really liking it. Yeah, that... That one makes me super nervous, and people keep saying, have you played the demo for it? But I'm like, I don't know, man. I hope it's good. <laughs> I hope Bloodstained is good. I know After, that Yeah, I know After, that Intercrates can do good games. So mm-hmm. After Mighty Number no. 9, what I'd be afraid of is releasing on all those platforms, because apparently, like in their post-mortem, I just had a big thing was their struggle, why there were so many delays, was getting it yeah. running on Every platform simultaneously. Because they put it on like fucking eight platforms at once. Yeah. Which is ludicrous. That's a crazy thing to do. Like, yeah. They shouldn't have promised to do that. Because they did what? They did current gen, they did last gen aside from Wii U, or from Wii rather, 3DS, Vita, and PC. That was just asking for trouble at that point. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. The requirements for that game, for like what you get to, seem kind of weird for PC but that's fine (laughs) when I looked at the requirements I'm like wow really (laughs) you actually need a video card amazing alright weird things when you're making 2D games that are all 3D models and physics video games just ruined video games really that's what it is yeah exactly the other weird thing about that was how he kept talking like they're the only people making 2D games. That was weird. Well, yeah. I missed that part. It, it like the way they were talking was like support us and keep making 2D games. I, we need more 2D games. It was just weird. Like acting like 2D games are a fucking rare thing. Well, they probably I wonder if he was one of the developers in Japan that just didn't pay attention to anything else going on because that's the thing that Nintendo's infamous for. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the most exciting thing to me about the new Zelda, is it looks like they went out and stole a bunch of stuff from other games. Like, they played other video games. That's weird for Nintendo, though. Yeah. yeah that's so weird. 
So that's what I'm actually excited. Like, if they're growing as a company, I'm in, man. It's just that they haven't been. Rumor has it Miyamoto was shooting down a lot of the ideas. And, like, a lot of the IPs that they've done lately that people have been really interested in, like Splatoon, have had, like, no Miyamoto involvement. Or, like, little. Mm -hmm. Like, what I'm about to say might sound ludicrous, but Miyamoto is a dinosaur that I don't think should be allowed to continue having as much pull as he does creatively i think if, they need new blood to can keep that company alive uh, supposedly like breath of the wild is the, like all the young people like a new team i'm sure it is so it, if that game is turning up phenomenal then i agree with you maybe miyamoto should back off because yeah. like i keep hearing these rumors that he's the reason that the uh, paper mario has taken the direction it's taken i i mean he clearly he was the head of Star Fox zero which the control yeah. scheme kind of pissed off a lot of people I don't know. I we'll see because I he hasn't done a new IP in a while yet either. Besides Pikmin, right? Wasn't he working on something else and then just nothing came out of it? I have no idea, honestly. Yeah, I just remember them locking him in a room, telling him to make something with the gamepad. Star Fox is what he came up with. I mean, yeah, te- what Tenmar is saying in the chat is exactly what I'm thinking. Is that. He needs yeah. to not have, like, creative control, and people need to tell him to shut the hell up a few times, maybe. But he needs to be there because he is the dude. He knows yeah. how to make a game. And if there is something that is glaringly bad, he should be there to be able to be like, this is how we're going to fix this. I think it's a problem with, uh, just in general, I think how, like, Japanese people handle their, like, industries and stuff, and, like positions in companies and stuff like that he, i think he's just probably given more power than maybe he even wants to be <laughs> honest <laughs> he's a pretty big name in that company so you know <laughs> all right that is it i think for questions that is it for questions what right. are your guys games of the week Kirby Superstar Ultra. Nice. Overwatch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mighty number... No, Overwatch. Who am I kidding? <laughs> <laughs> Mighty number Overwatch. Actually, Mighty number nine wasn't bad. I'll give it to it. Honestly. I still don't... I still wouldn't recommend people spend money on it if they don't, like, really dude, want it to try it, but... Dude, I, I didn't realize... Um, it's, like, what, 22 bucks on Steam, right? Yeah, yeah. Something like that. It's $35 Canadian for the Xbox One and PS4 versions. That's the physical copies. Beautiful. Beautiful. Definitely don't pay that price for Mighty Number no. 9. What you should do is buy 20XX for, like, 10 bucks or whatever it is. That game's phenomenal. I should say, before we end this, 20XX is early access, so be super careful. Like, look into it a little bit, <laughs> because it's still buggy in some ways. But, yeah, disclaimer, I guess. I think that's a podcast, though. We did it. Yay! So, thank you, everybody, for listening. I think Sean is back next week? As far Probably. I don't know where he went. No, honestly, actually, Sean is no. He's in coming Calgary next week. Oh, I I have a feeling we might do an in person thing then. <laughs> uh, Odafest is also that weekend, so I'm not sure what my availability is going to be. We should just do it at Odafest. <laughs> I mean, we could also just do that. That's true. <laughs> Yo, could we actually bring like a laptop and a camera and like f- three mics and just set up at a table at Odafest? <laughs> I mean, we could if you really wanted to. I don't. Not That's, what I thought. That's what I thought. <laughs> um, next week might be weird, so bear with us while we figure out what's going on. But yeah, Sean will be here. I think we're doing a tabletop night. I don't know if that's going to be streamed or anything, but doubt it. Yeah, I have no idea. I have no idea what our plans are because Sean usually makes them, and guess what? He ain't here. So. <laughs> Abandoned you. Exactly. Hank, thanks for filling in. Appreciate it. Yeah, it was fun. Thanks Thanks for having me. Yeah. And we will see you guys next time. Bye.